This week's Brighton Court Talk features a special guest from Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we have a very special guest joining us to discuss her role on Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. Let's welcome Laura Manel, who plays the cold-blooded badass vampire, Rebecca. We want to thank you tonight for joining us, Laura, so we can chat a little bit about you, the show, and your character, Rebecca. Yeah, I'm so excited to to be here and talk to you. This is great, guys. It's it's nice to meet you. Yeah, it's great. And we're so happy to have you. You're probably like, why are you so nice? Why aren't you? <laughs> I probably sound a little bit different than I usually do every week. So it's good. Yes, it's awesome. I mean, we love the terrifying <laughs> Rebecca, but it's a whole different side to you. Yeah, you probably don't want to talk to her today. So that, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, she's a little scary and intimidating, I, which is actually I love your portrayal of Rebecca because she intrigues me so much and terrifies me at the same time because you don't want to be on her bad side. Uh, can you tell us a little I'm, bit of how you got involved with the show? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, God, it feels so long ago now. But um, originally I heard about the show, obviously, through my agent and um was initially interested just I mean Neil Labute was doing it um which sounded great and then I heard that it was a vampire show and I was just to be honest really curious to see what he would do about it uh or with it and when I read the script it just looked like a lot of fun I mean it's it's edgy and it's bloody and then there's some nice dark humor in it um and I just also really loved the fact that in this Van Helsing, this time round, we have a female vampire hunter, and Vanessa is just such a strong character that you want to root for. Um, Kelly Overtone just plays her so well, and I mean, all that being said, I was easily sold on it and was so happy to be cast, and yeah, it's been a wonderful group of people to work with, and I'm just so happy to see that it's been picked up for a second season, so it's been great. Oh, I can't wait till next season. This season, I'm like, what can happen next from episode to episode? I so I have no idea what you guys have coming next season. Um, what interested you the most about your character? And is Rebecca who you read for initially? Uh, she was, actually. Yeah, she, she was who I read for. And then um, at one point, it looked like they were going another way. And then they were thinking about me for some other characters. Um, but then in the end it, it came back to Rebecca. So I was, I was happy about that. Um, and it, it was just, to be honest for me, an exciting, um, opportunity to play something a little bit different and darker and edgier. I mean, she's, she's so not me. Um, and she's just so different from the other roles I've been playing lately. So I thought it would be a lot of fun to explore that sort of darker world she lives in and to play with that kind of power she has, uh, I also liked that the vampires in Van Helsing aren't like your more traditional Victorian romanticized vampires. It's there's something really raw and um, more feral and primal, and it just makes them more real, I think, and scary. And like the world isn't like a fantasy realm. It's just it's grittier and brutal. And I, I just thought it would be really fun to explore that and, and play in that world. If that sounds weird, playing in that oh. world shouldn't be fun, but it kind of was somehow playing with that dark stuff. So Yeah, because it's all pretend. So tell me, how do you get into that dark mind? How do you become Rebecca? How do I become Rebecca? 
um, like in terms of sort of like character research stuff or, or like my like, process? Yeah. What's your process when you're trying to get in that headspace so you can stop being the awesome and lovely, sunny Laura and the dark yeah. Rebecca? Well, I mean, I, I guess for every character, it it always changes depending on your who you're playing. But um, for me, I guess I had a lot of fun getting into that mood and tone by, to be honest, at first just watching vampire films. And um, I found a lot of shows at first, it was hard to find the right type of film that would kind of fill that um, need to find sort of grittier primal stuff. Um, but the film that was most helpful for me uh, was 30 Days of Night. Really great. Yes, um, yes. Neil recommended it. And so did um, Simon Barry, another uh, one of our wonderful producers and directors of our show. Um, and I just watched it over and over. I mean, I love that film. It just hits you on a on a guttural level. And it was pretty inspiring for me to watch as an actor, mm-hmm. um, just to to get in that headspace, um, but then to make it my own. I mean, it, it's just really good inspiration to sort of start off um, in finding a way, like to find my journey to Rebecca. And um, I also tried to think about uh, prey drive and animals, like that hardwired need to to hunt uh, that thing that takes them over. I mean, I've seen it so many times in my my own cat. I have a little cat called Louie, who's normally very sweet. Um, but just how that takes him over, like when you see him with mice, just that hyper-focused instinct to kill and feed and, um, as a vegetarian, it totally grosses me out, but, um, it was just helpful thinking of those things. And I mean, music is helpful too, like uh, goth style music, listen to a little white lies, stuff like that. So oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's been fun. <laughs> 30 Days a Night. Totally I fun. love that movie. And if you have yeah. if anybody hasn't seen it, you need to watch it because it's just it's the primal vampires and you could totally see these vampires coming out in Van Helsing. Absolutely. Oh, you totally can. Yeah. You totally can. And that movie is just chilling. Um so it was it was fun to watch that and just to I don't know. Just just as, you know, not to 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 make it the same, but just as a good thing to inform you and to kind of uh, I don't know, ground you in that kind of world. It, it was it was a fun thing to watch. It gives you a reason not to live in a place that goes dark for 30 days at a time because, oh. you know, there's always that yeah. possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just avoid it just in case. Just in case. It's probably a good idea. Can you tell us a little bit about Rebecca, like where she falls in the hierarchy with Dimitri and everybody? So, let's see. Uh, Rebecca is... Well, I mean, she's pretty badass. I think she's, uh, he just lists things off. Like she's, she's dark and she's fierce and, um, animalistic. She's pretty sadistic. She's, uh, seductive and primal. Um, but I like that she has enough intelligence and self-control to not give in to her vampiric tendencies. Like a lot of lower level vampires might do. Um, she can hold off from sort of bloodlust and instead be strategic in dealing with humans and using them to her advantage. And um, I think she's very focused on maintaining power as one of the privileged vampires in that sort of upper echelon of vampires. And in doing so, 
She's also constantly trying to appease Dimitri, who essentially rules all of us. Um, and she works really hard at being his like right hand lady, and she's pretty good at it. Um, I guess she's gonna have to be because he's a pretty ruthless guy in right. some ways. Uh, so thank God she's good at what she does. But um, yeah, does that sort of answer your question? Or yeah, that that works for me. <laughs> It's, Am I just like, we, I'm just talking and no, talking? No, no, that's yeah. not because, well, this whole thing with Rebecca is we know that she's up there, but she's mm-hmm. so different than the rest of the vampires that we've seen. She she deals with the humans a lot differently. Yeah, she does. Yeah, and, she totally does. Yeah, well, because um, you don't want to cross, I don't want to cross Dimitri because, you know, he's he's not a fun guy to pass no. with. Julius, you definitely don't want to cross him. But Rebecca, she handles everybody differently, but yet you really don't want to cross her either because she'll just set you up. Yeah, Rebecca's weird because um, I feel like, I feel like she really loves to play with her prey. Like it's a really weird thing that I think all of them like to do, but she just really enjoys it almost like in a weird, like seductive way compared to the others. It's it's like she has this, this, like she doesn't need to play that card to get what she wants. Like she has the upper hand and generally can go right for the kill. But I feel like she's so weird. She, she just, I think she really relishes making her victims squirm and throwing in that little element of seduction just kind of screws with her victims' heads a little bit. So I think that's fun for her, which is fun to play, but she's a bizarre girl. She's a very bizarre girl. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that relates with her uh, fascination with Shima? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess Shima is kind of, how would I, she's such a sweet girl, um, which is so, I always felt so bad with her, but um, me as Laura, not obviously Rebecca, but uh, obviously Rebecca isn't keeping Shima around out of like the kindness of her heart. She, mm-hmm. she definitely serves a purpose. Um, and Shima seems to be, I think the perfect little minion, like someone to infiltrate the resistance group who are obviously clearly plotting against us vampires. So I think Rebecca thought that she would just be an easy pawn to threaten and manipulate and to spy for her. So I think she was a, an easy target for her in that way, which was fun, but I feel bad because she, I think she starts off so innocently, but yeah. So Rebecca has a plan to make babies, blend babies, <laughs> since she can't bear babies. Is this a, is she creating this empire to take over or is this something that she feels that she is missing since she's not human? Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's, there's some truth in, in that. I mean, it gets a little bit complicated, but um, I think Rebecca just has a fascination with humans and their human experience to begin with, like a, a curiosity of what she no longer feels and can't really comprehend because she doesn't remember what it's like to be human. So um, because of that, her fascination extends to all aspects of the human experience, including bearing children. Um, 
So yes, of course. I mean, she does, she does want to do everything she can for her kind. She does want to build a strong empire with uh, more and more power and sustainability for the vampire kind, which empowers Dimitri more and in turn, obviously herself as well. But being able to unlock that key to vampire birth would give her a tremendous amount of value and worth in Dimitri's eyes and all of vampire kind. And it would just be a very huge feat, I think. Okay. And so what is her um, connection with Dr. Shlomenko? What do they think Vanessa's blood can do with, to help the, with the experiments? Um, well, Okay, first of all, I just have to say that Dr. Shalomenko is kind of awesome. I think, um, I wish I, I love Duncan so much, and I feel so bad because I might butcher his last name, but Duncan Olorensha, I think he just plays a really great, creepy, weird dude, and you'll even see more of him in the next few episodes. He's great. Um, yeah, our nickname for him is Dr. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that good. pretty much fits him to a T. He's so good. Uh, but getting back to the question, um, Vanessa is still a mystery to them. But uh, Rebecca believes that she could hold a lot of potential to us vampires. There's this; She's this woman who seems to be human, but also has these vampiric qualities. That kind of makes her, I guess, what you could call a hybrid of the two. And these experiments Rebecca has uh, going with Dr. Shilomenko are all about improving our kind. And, and yes, we can live for a very long time, but we're not invincible. We can die. And if you look at Vanessa, she also has this like insane, she's an insanely strong fighter and has all these talents. Um, so she could be a key to many things, um, immortality or creating a more powerful vampire prototype. Who knows? I mean, the only way we'll be able to figure that out is by experimenting on her. So we'll just have to wait and see where that goes. It's so tricky talking about some of this stuff because I've tried to use my word choice like so carefully to not say the wrong thing, to say too much. Right. But um, yeah, I, I, I love playing with all that stuff. So would Dimitri know what Rebecca and Shlomenko are working on? Um, yeah, I, I, I would say yes, for the most part. And, and you know, a small no sometimes. I, I think overall, Dimitri is the boss man. And he would know in general what Rebecca is working on. But she might not give him the overall details of everything. You know, she might keep some things to herself, I'd say. Definitely. Uh, so not to get you in trouble with the spoilers or anything, and we don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. We like sitting there and just I know. our mouths on the floor, like what just happened? Because I'm telling you, that, hap- that has happened at the end of every episode, the whole Good. season just about. Um, so what are you most excited for in regards to your character's development this season, if you can tell us? Yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't totally tell you because it totally would give things away, but I mean, I love that there are still some really key story points coming up um, that I can't really get into, but I can say that um, I think Rebecca's really good at planning ahead of the game, and she knows how to play her cards right, and she's pretty crafty, and she still has some pretty interesting moves coming up. Hmm. I'm intrigued, for I'll sure. Say that. 
I'll say that. I'll keep it very open, but I'll say that. So can you tell us how long uh, Rebecca has been a vampire? How old she is? Yeah. I mean, Rebecca's obviously been a vampire for a very long time, although not nearly as long as Dimitri. They're both a part of the the higher echelon of vampires, which I I guess the show calls the, the ancients. So that in alone kind of gives you an idea of them being pretty old. But mm-hmm. um, we'd, we'd have to say, Dimitri, I would say we haven't seen anyone as old as him yet. Um, and he's probably been around for many, many, many centuries. Rebecca is definitely not as old. Um, I would say, like, I kind of guess that she would be kind of past the age of 100, but maybe hasn't like hit 200 and probably has kept keeping track of her age, you know decades yeah. ago she's just it's just been so long but um she's been around for a while she has a certain kind of intelligence to her that i think is also part of that um yeah she's a pretty worldly vampire so she's been around not as definitely not as long as dimitri but she's been around do we know whether or not dimitri's her maker her maker yeah um uh I, it, it hasn't been said in the show. Uh-huh. Uh, and I always say <laughs> in my head, yes, I, I would, I, in my head, he has been in, in a way. Um, like when I was thinking more about um, sort of backstory things, which I always sort of put in my head a little bit. Um, but sometimes I keep it, you know, I'm open to the fact that things can change. I always felt that, yes, indeed, he, he probably even hand-selected her as a human to, um, to and, and, and changed her. And, um, and I, I would say that, yeah, he, he probably was her maker, I would think. But that, again, is not, has not been in a storyline as of yet right now, but yeah. Okay, so I, I want to say in my head, in my head that yeah, yeah, <laughs> in my head, I think she, he would be because it, it just it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, right, um, it would make sense. So this week's episode, uh, I saw it last night, and Brad saw it this morning. He actually sent me a text message first thing this morning. Oh wow! So is there anything that you want to talk to us about the episode that you'll be airing in this coming Friday? Okay. Um, well, in episode 11, um, Rebecca gets to unveil another one of her super disgusting experiments, which she's working on with Dr. Shilomenko. So we'll just say that it might not be going the way that um, they would hope it would be. And Dimitri um, is their audience, and it might not be the right day for that because he's you know, a fairly demanding vampire. And if the results aren't perfect, there might be some issues. So we'll just see where where all of that ends up going. But um, I think it's a pretty cool episode because there's a lot going on. Uh, Vanessa and Susan, I think it's that episode, um, have a lot of cool stuff to get together with a lot of interesting backstory stuff on Susan, I think. So it is a good episode. And then something that really epic happens. Yes, like super yeah, epic. Yeah. I don't even know how you like. How do you even? You just leave talk it at about that, that without yes. without talking about it's it. A, it's yeah. just it's a pretty my, big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Mouth, my mouth is still on the floor. 
Yes, it's my mouth was on the floor when I was reading it. I was yeah. I couldn't believe. I mean, it's it's brilliant. It's awesome. It's a great yeah. storyboard. But I was like, what? How are you? Yeah, it, it, your jaw will drop. Yes, it's another one of those moments that we had, like when we started off uh, our interview with uh, Rikia last week, and we started off saying, "What the what?" And that was that's it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, those are good words for our show. Essentially, there, there's a lot of moments time, like that. But yeah, <laughs> a lot of moments like that. Yeah. Wow, didn't see that coming whatsoever. So you're mentioning a little oh. bit ago about the backstory that you that you had for your character. Can you give us any a uh, little background on any, what you created for that? Yeah, I mean, I, I always get a little bit nervous about talking about backstory in interviews, just in case it doesn't match up. Like, what I mean is, um, yeah, I do think it's very important to have uh, uh, your character's backstory. Um, but I'm always really open to the fact that that story could, well, the story in your head could very well change as the writers flesh out your character. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I guess one of the biggest ones would be something that we were already really talking about a little bit. Um, the relationship with uh, Dimitri and Rebecca. And yeah, I always felt that he he would have picked her as a human and turned her and molded her and shaped her into who she is today. Um, that he probably saw some potential in her uh, to get him to the point where he is today. And, um, cause he wouldn't be able to do that kind of thing alone. I think she would have a huge part to do with that. Um, and a lot of the power she has now, obviously she would have never had without him. And, um, I, I would think about that kind of thing a lot, just little, little bits and bobs of that is always helpful. No, I can, I can totally understand that. It would help get, get into the role that way. Because even though they yeah. haven't said anything, that's kind of how I picture it also with her. Just as just yeah. as a viewer, it's kind of the same path that I go down also. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he just like naturally comes across to sometimes be like a mentor, but also like a master and also someone that you fear. And mm-hmm. um, he obviously has a lot of power over her. Uh, I think they have a really interesting <laughs> relationship. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, just just little stuff like that is always important to just keep in the back of your head and see how it plays out. Yeah. Do you have any other projects coming up soon? Can you tell us anything about them if you do? Well, uh, I'm, I'm working on a fantastic show right now that I would love to talk about, but I, I don't think I can <laughs> quite share right now. But it's great. It's fun. I'm on a, a series regular on another show. Um, so that's been great. Um, sadly, I can't share the news yet, but, uh, I do have some guest starring roles coming out. Um, I'll appear on Travelers, Eric McCormick's new, uh, time traveling show, uh, in the coming year, which has been great. And uh, Eric McCormick's an awesome guy, great actor. It was super fun to be on there. And I also have an interesting role coming up on a show called Real Detective, um, where I guest star with Anthony Lemke, right. who is great. Um, oh, yeah. He's yeah. in Dark Matter. Great guy. I love him. Yeah, I know. He's an awesome actor, and he's a great guy. Um, so it was it was really nice getting to work with him. And it's 
it's been a good year for me. It's kept me busy. It's always fun when we ask those questions of other projects coming out because occasionally we always get these answers. Of, yes, but I can't tell you anything about it. Like, oh. <laughs> I know. And then you're probably like, then why are you even answering my question? But um, at least it, it hints that there's something fun on the horizon. Which is always good to look out for. I mean, that's something we can keep looking out for. We let everybody know when, when you come out on new, new shows that we can tune people into. Yes. Yeah. So you, you got a, a hint of news, a little hint of news. So um, how can we reach you on social media? How can listeners find you? Uh, they can easily find me on Twitter, uh, where I am most active. Uh, it's L underscore Manel. And um, also on Facebook. And both of those accounts, are, are they have the little verification badge. So you can, you can make sure it's really me. Perfect. <laughs> I am on there. Because <laughs> there's a few where you go, oh, that's nice. Oh, you're pretending to be me. Okay, <laughs> great. But um, no, I, I have two that that are me. So yeah, you're welcome to say hello. Awesome. Anybody oh, for can sure. say hello. We'll make sure we have yeah, those listed on the post for everybody and let everybody know what they are. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Laura, before we let you go, one thing we like to ask: if you had to pack a bag for the vampire apocalypse. Name two things you would take with you. <laughs> two things that I would take with me? Yes. Um, I would take my cat, Louie, and I would, oh my God, I need something to protect me. And I don't know if Louie is enough. <laughs> um, oh, he, he can be pretty fierce, though, uh, if, he, if he needs to protect, well, himself, maybe not me. But uh, what would I take? Louie and my Vitamix. <laughs> I really love it. How about oh, that? Yeah, that's highly necessary. <laughs> I'd make good blender drinks for people. It, it could be helpful. You never know. Hey, good way to influence friends. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I could use it, I don't know, with vampire heads or something. You could stick it in there. It's a pretty powerful <laughs> little machine. Maybe it would be helpful that way. Multiple options to use it with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I could be creative. You never know. Well, we want to thank you for coming out and talking with us tonight, Laura. We're look, really looking forward to seeing more of Rebecca and you on screen. Yeah. And it's been great. Yeah. My pleasure. It's been, you guys are lovely. It's been super fun. All right. That was an awesome interview. Really love talking to Laura. Found out a little bit more about Rebecca. She still scares the crap out of me. So much. Actually, she, at this point, she may scare me a little bit more than Julius and Dimitri. Definitely more than Dimitri. Uh, I would have to agree with you because well, Dimitri, we just we know he's he's higher up, but yeah, she's just she'll do stuff to you. Bad stuff. <laughs> For sure, or and send you she, to the farm. And if she doesn't kill you, she'll just make everybody else kill you for her. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I don't know. That's it's just a lot going on there. Well, really good to hear about that, though. So we got more to look forward to. Yeah, we're really knocking them out. After this, we have, what, two more episodes left before it, the end of the season? It's getting there. It's almost the end. I mean, yeah, they've gone quick, haven't they? Uh, yeah, they've gone really quick. And like we said earlier, like every episode, there's one twist after another. Like, I'm not sure what's going to happen now. I just love it. In fact, every episode ends with, a, oh, seriously? Really? Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, no idea what to go with next. 
So we'll have our recap of the episode will be coming out this weekend. We're a little yes. bit, you know, holiday season. We're, we're yes, out. all the turkey is being had. Yes, all the vampire meat. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. No, not vampire meat. Vampire turkey. Vampire turkey. Okay. If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows. A lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. And be sure to check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. We have a sci-fi Pure Fandom Van Helsing group that uh, a lot of people are joining. I think we're up to, what, 76 members yeah, at this it's, it's point? Yeah, it's getting up And there. they're just rolling in. And it, we have a couple of the actors that do stop by and drop some cool details about different episodes. Right. So we have a lot of fun posting during the episode. Or I like to live tweet. You can find me on Twitter. I am Jen Dev, and he's Brad ZB. And you can also follow Pure Fandom as well on Twitter. And if you got any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on Twitter and Facebook page. Until next time, remember, it's the apocalypse. Don't forget your VitaBlend. Pack that smoothie mix. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.